So first of all, I want to express my gratitude to Josh and Claire for coming up and volunteering to serve. Let's give them a round of applause. I visited um, a priest when I was working in Nigeria, and when I got to his house, um, there was a young man that worked in his office, in the office, in the parish office, and he came out of the office because he was expecting me, and in Africa, people generally, when they greet you, they take both of your hand, you know, two big warm handshake, and they look at you and they talk to you and they ask, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? And it could go on, that handshake could go on for several minutes. And then he said to me, Father is waiting for you upstairs. So I went upstairs and I sat down and I met the priest and uh, we were going to have some tea or coffee. And as I was sitting there, we were chatting. I said, that's a very nice young man. He said, yes, he is. He said, you know, he said, He's just recovering from leprosy. <laughs> so I said, um, I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> and I went in there. Now, there is no way I was going to get leprosy from him because he was being treated. But I went in. I didn't just wash my hands. I actually scrubbed them. It is amazing, the stigma, the fear of leprosy, even to today when it can be treated. Many people get it, but it can be treated. And it's certainly not dangerous once people go on the regimen that they need for curing them. Now, if you think back 2,000 years ago, when there was absolutely no cure, and it is such a horrible disease that it eats away at your face, your hands, your toes, your feet, and it keeps gradually eating and eating away. It was a terrible thing to have. And those who had it, especially the people that we're talking about in the Gospel of today, there was an added difficulty that came with it. Because the society and the religious understanding at the time was that if you are healthy and wealthy, God is close to you. If you are poor and sick, God has stepped away from you. So not only were these people suffering from a disease, but they were living isolated from living in the wild, unable to marry, unable to have kids, banished. So they were banished from society and they were banished from God, that God had abandoned them. That was the belief as well. And that is why we hear that they shouted, they yelled at Jesus, they yelled at him from a distance. They could be stoned to death if they came near another human being. And these communes of lepers, they weren't just made up of adults. Imagine if you had a child at that time, maybe a toddler, and they could have had ringworm or eczema 
or boils, or they could have developed leprosy, but any kind of skin impediment that people didn't understand, they were banished as well. So it was, it was a horrible life they were living, a really horrible life. Now what is fascinating about this gospel, there are some key words there that, that, that tell us about who God is. First of all, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. He was on his journey to reveal to us who God really is. And on his way, he goes to the far off places. That is one thing about Christ in the three short years that he lived among us. He always went out to the last, the least, and the lowly. And in this case, he was bordering Samaritan land and the Holy Land, the land of Galilee, the people of God. So he was weaving in and out, and he was encountering Samaritans and his own people as well. So as he journeyed into this village, they call out Jesus Master, another key word. Those who believe that Jesus is God would say Jesus Lord, Jesus Messiah. They call him Master because he could have been just one of many people who went around saying they could cure people. They were prophets. They were holy people who could cure. So he was one of many who was coming into that village. And they yell out to him, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And he says, go and show yourself to the priests. Because the priest, the priest had the key to the door that would bring them back into society once again. The priest is the one who said, okay, you are clean. Now you can join us. I have tremendous sympathy for the nine lepers who went running as fast as they could to go to the priest. Who wouldn't want a child or a young girl or a young man or maybe a husband or a wife, who wouldn't want to go back to life as normal, to go back to their families, to go back to their friends, to be included in society once again? So they were probably running with so much relief and so much delight that it would be very hard to judge them in a negative way. But there is only one who turned around and he was a Samaritan. And that was a unique case. He, he was the person who was able to see what Jesus saw. Jesus saw them, always looking at how God writes twice, how Jesus looked twice. There was the surface level and a deeper level. And that is why, why he turned and he came back to Jesus and he knelt down before him. 
In the story of Martha and Mary, Mary kneels at the feet of Jesus. Always a sign of discipleship. He realized that something deeper happened in him than just being cured of leprosy. Something very, very profound. Because he knew in that cure, he was encountering God. And that is why he came back. And when he met with Jesus, there's three things happened. First of all, he praised God, which is the acknowledgement that, that life is a gift. Each one of us, our life is a gift. And we, it is a gift abundantly given to us by God. We don't create ourselves, we don't sustain ourselves. Everything we are and everything we have is a gift from God. And then he expressed thanksgiving to Jesus. Because coupled with the leprosy was the stigma that they had sinned in some way, that God had distanced himself from them. So the words of Jesus, go and show yourself to the priests, were intimately linked with them understanding God's forgiveness in their lives. God was setting them free from the stigma of society and their own stigma that they were the cause of their sickness. So there was a forgiveness, a complete and unconditional forgiveness. So out of that gratitude, out of that forgiveness, comes a disciple, a person who wants to share that good news with other people, a person who wants other people to experience what they have experienced as well. That's why Jesus says to him, stand up and go your way, your faith has saved you. The other nine went back to society as it was before. Their life wasn't changed. Society's life hadn't changed. They, would, they could have gotten sick again and be ostracized once again. Other bad things could have happened to them because of society, but this person, the one person, his life was changed profoundly. Because, most importantly, he will never be separated from God again. First of all, through his encounter with Jesus, he would be filled with gratitude and thanksgiving because he knew who God was. How easy it would be for each one of us, or how easy it is for each one of us to go through life and have any sense of gratitude in our lives towards God how we can just presume that we can be independent of God. It can happen so easily. We can be like the nine lepers who go back to life as normal and live according to the rules of society. We can have 
you could say an entitlement a sense of entitlement that what I have is my own I'm a self-made man I've worked hard I've done this I've done that everything is a gift and we can not live the fullness of life without gratitude in our lives and secondly we can get entrapped in unforgiveness in our lives a lack of forgiveness towards ourselves and a lack of forgiveness towards other people as well all forgiveness begins with God especially revealed in Jesus Christ when he constantly says your sins are forgiven you any sin that you may have ever committed in your life there is not one of them that will ever be beyond God's forgiveness and any sin you ever will forget or you will commit in your life is forgiven God forgives and that is who Jesus is and it is because of this tremendous gift that we open ourselves to and sets us free when we encounter this profoundly in prayer then it becomes easy to forgive other people because we have been forgiven ourselves and that is something that only comes from sitting at the feet of Jesus and him encountering you and you encountering him in forgiveness and then we can get up and go on our way we can go on the way of Jesus in revealing his message and his truth to other people as well so today's gospel is saying one person out of ten got that message let each of us pray that we may be like that one person and not like the nine who went back to life as normal that we will get the message of gratitude and forgiveness and go on our way as Jesus went on his way to Jerusalem.